Hello, this is Rabbi Ben Newman, and this is the Neshama Project Podcast, Episode 9. On this podcast, we explore spiritual tools for living a happy life. For the past few weeks, we've been talking about the period of time in the Hebrew calendar between Passover and Shavuot, the holiday of our freedom and the holiday of our receiving revelation. This period of time is called the Omer. We are asked to count every day so that we can make every day count. And every day of the Omer represents a different sphirah, a different spiritual quality. And these sphirot are reflected through each other, these seven spiritual qualities, these seven lower sphirot, so that by the end of the seven weeks, of the Omer will have gone through 49 spiritual qualities. As I said before, each week represents a different generic spiritual quality, a different one of the lower seven spherot. In the last two podcasts, we discussed chesed, love without limits, and then gevurah, strength, or deen, judgment, which is boundaries and limits. This week, we are discussing tiferet, or balance, also known as rachamim, compassion, sometimes known as emet, truth. And this svirah is really a balance between the two previous svirot, the qualities of love without limits, chesed, and boundaries and limits, and strength, gevurah, din. I'm going to read a few different texts from a few different places. Uh, let's start with a short text from the Sefer Habahir, which is an anonymous work attributed to the first century sage Nahunya ben Hakana. It says, Sixth is the adorned, glorious, delightful throne of glory, the house of the world to come. Its place is engraved in wisdom, as it says, God said, let there be light, and there was light. The next text is from Rabbi Hillel Zeitlin, early 20th century neo-Hasidic writer, one of the founders of neo-Hasidism. So Chesed emerged first, stretching forth without end. Then came Gevurah, its opposite, the divine light reduced and hidden. From the union of these two came the third quality, Tiferet. Tiferet represents harmony, the mutual inclusion of Chesed and Gevurah. Tiferet is the secondary color that contains opposing colors and integrates them, the sound that includes opposing sounds and commingles them, the intermediary between Chesed, spreading boundlessly endless goodness, and Gevurah, unbounded judgment. Tiferet is thus the true measure of everything, 
represented as compassion, rachamim, or truth, emet. Fanciful exegetes added that chesed is represented by Abraham, the generosity of Abraham, his goodness, his freely given love, thus chesed to Abraham, Micah 7.20, gevurah by Isaac, the fear of Isaac, Genesis 31.24, and tiferet by Jacob, called, quote, the chosen one among the patriarchs, unquote, the verse, quote, you give truth to Jacob, unquote, Micah 7.20. Quote, the patriarchs are the divine chariot because their souls constitute the divine qualities, revealing these powers of the Holy One. Next, we have a selection from Rabbi Dr. Arthur Green, a contemporary source, one of the great thinkers of Neo-Hasidism. This is from his book, Ehyeh. The balance of chesed and gurura is called tiferet, or splendor, by the Kabbalists. This perfectly poised being is the God before whom we stand in prayer, and the one whose person is ideally mirrored in our own lives. Sometimes this rung is referred to as emet, or truth. The three Hebrew letters of emet, aleph, mem, tav, represent the first, middle, and last letters of the alphabet. Truth is stretched forth across the whole of being, joining the extremes of right and left, chesed and gevurah, into a single integrated personality. This ideal figure is represented by the third patriarch, Jacob, also called Israel, the perfect integration of the forces of Abraham and Isaac. This is not the Jacob of biblical stories depicted as having a somewhat questionable moral character. The Kabbalist's Jacob is the idealized patriarch, the elder of Israel. Jacob's new name gained in his struggle with the angel of the rabbinic imagination, the source of blessing for all of his children and all who later identify as the children of Israel. In Jacob, or Tiferet, we reach the synthesis that resolves the original tension between chesed and gvurah, the inner right and left, love and judgment. The we refers to each human being, because what we have here is a model of human personality. Jacob, in this sense, is the perfect human, a new Adam, according to the sages, the radiant-faced elder extending blessing through the world, the we also includes God, according to the Kabbalists, for we humans are the mirror image of the God we worship. This God knows us because our struggle to integrate love and judgment is not ours alone, but the reflection of a cosmic struggle. The inner structure of our psychic life is the hidden structure of the universe. It is because of this that we can come to know God by the path of inward contemplation and true self-knowledge. This next text is from Rachel Pollock, a poet and novelist, and a author of tarot and modern occult literature. We leave Gevurah and travel to the tree's center, its heart, Tiferet, 
the place of beauty. Tiferet represents the chest, the home, therefore, of the breath, which is divine. As we have seen, the word for soul or spirit in many languages literally means breath. In Tiferet, the life energy of existence passes in and out. When we breathe, we share ourselves with the world. And it is in Tiferet that we breathe. Human beings need all our organs to live and be healthy. But three organs are vital to life continuing at all. These are the brain, the heart, and the lungs. The brain resides in Keter, the center of the highest triad. The heart and lungs live in Tiferet, directly below Keter, the focal point of the middle triad. Like all the Sfirot on the middle pillar, Tiferet balances the right and left sides, but Tiferet also balances above and below so that it acts as the pivotal point for all qualities. We can imagine the tree turning about with Tiferet as the still center around which everything moves. Tiferet comes halfway between the pure and unmanifest non-physical energy of Keter and the manifest or physical reality of Malchut. According to Charles Ponce, Tiferet's perfect harmony makes it the great androgyne, with both male and female qualities. Though primarily male, Tiferet has female breasts as if to nourish the world. We might remember here that one of the Bible's common names for God, Shaddai, usually translated as Almighty, comes from the Hebrew word for breasts. With her characteristic directness, Isabel Kliegman describes Tiferet as the meeting place of brilliant energies from above and the good, rich nutrients of the earth. We grow in the nutrients of our physical reality and life's struggles. These will only drag us down if they do not join with spiritual meaning. Out of this meeting, we get beauty. We know this is true from art, for the best poems, songs, and paintings all find spiritual transcendence in human suffering. In Tiferet, soul and body, self and ego, higher consciousness and personality all join together. Tiferet signifies God's moral power coming down from above to meet the human ideal of an ethical life. We must reach up from our humanity to encounter, encounter the divine. The rabbis considered Jacob the representation of the ethical ideal. In Genesis, when Jacob wrestles with God, he becomes Israel, Yisrael, a name that literally means God wrestler. His people bear his name, Yisrael. We too are created, transformed, when our humanity struggles with our inner divinity. In the story, Jacob and the divine being wrestle all night, but neither side wins. Kabbalistically, they wrestle in Tiferet, the place of balance. The significance of the story lies in the idea of struggle, for our ordinary consciousness doesn't just melt into divine energy. We grow out of the battle between the two. 
Alan Moore comments that Tiferet contains great sorrow as well as joy, for without sorrow the tree would not be heaven, it would be Disneyland. So we see from these texts that Tiferet is the place of balance. It's the center sphira on the tree of life, which is also known as Jacob's Ladder. It is a place where we find harmony between opposites. It is a place where we balance our love and our judgment, our spiritual and our physical sides, our pain with our joy. And this is the struggle of human life. And this is the sphira that we encounter this week. Thank you so much for joining me today. May your spiritual journey be fruitful. Until we meet again, this has been Rabbi Ben Newman with the Neshama Project Podcast.